House of Hades, Chapter 61. Percy. Percy wasn't dead yet, but he was already tired of being a corpse. As they trudged toward- Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Hi. Hi. Hey. <laughs> How are we? Rested. I wish like, I could say the same. No. Like, I went into this Thanksgiving break being like, my goal is to reset my body and brain and come back a new woman in the sense of like, I need to not be dead tired every single day anymore. Um, and I do think I caught up a decent amount on sleep. I don't know if I got there all the way, but definitely a decent amount. Um, and I've seen friends. Um, I have watched a lot of Survivor. I started Fleabag. I um, started this book. Where is it? Oh, it might still be in my family room. But um, I started this really good book about, um, it's like historical fiction about like, like a, um, it's a mystery, like a murder in Sweden during World War II, um, and it's so good. And so I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm eating some cheese it products. Some cheese it products. Well, okay, it's <laughs> double cheese snack mix. But I used to call it cheese like, affiliate. Remember when it was called party mix? I have been such. Yeah. A, I like don't know why they changed it to snack mix, and I am such a um, stubborn individual that I still call it party mix. It um, was for COVID when we couldn't have parties anymore, but it wanted snacks. Oh, <laughs> um, that was a guess, right? You didn't actually know that's why it changed. Totally guess. You'll never know. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. How are y'all? I am good. Um, I wish I could say I've gotten more sleep now that I'm home, but I just simply haven't. Um, but it's all my own fault. And I had a, I've had a good time seeing friends here. Um, I got to just actually spend a night in last night. And I feel like that is just not really possible on campus because anytime like a night in is still not really a night in, um, because I'm either on duty so that I have like a job to do. Um, or I'm still with you guys, which I love. I miss you all so much, um, but like, it was nice to just like sit and watch movies, like, um, without having to worry about the duty phone ringing. Um, we watched pitch perfect. It was a slay, and then it ended. And I was like, we need another movie like this. I don't know what to watch next though. And there was a moment, like a really long moment of silence. And then my mom, my sister just went, school of rock and i was like oh my god how did you figure out like the exact correct movie we needed to watch next um and then we watched that and it was very fun it's like it's a good movie i love joan cusack she's so good excellent film how are you brayden i'm i'm all right i'm feeling i agree with neve in that like i haven't necessarily gotten more sleep but i've gotten more rest Mm. you know like i've been doing less things um I'm already back from home, back at our apartment, um, because I had a family member get 
uh, COVID over Thanksgiving. So I had to come, uh, I had to leave early, um, which is fine. I'm fine. Um, but the rest of my family is close contacted. So I was like, okay, I kind of, it's either sit in my room, uh, in my parents' house, uh, for an extra three days or just come home and be in the apartment alone for a couple of days. And it's kind of nice. Actually, I kind of needed the, like, be completely alone. Like last night was very nice. Waking up to being alone in an apartment is always fantastic. Um, I like, I slept in today and then I went to the mall and just like spent like an hour going through the comics um, at uh, uh, the comic shop in the mall, which was very fun. I got some, some good things. Um, I got, I was very it was 20% off and I was very excited about this because I don't normally get, buy the graphic novels because they're so expensive. This one, like they collect the um, individual issues, but I got this, the trial of, of Magneto. Um, uh, Magneto! <laughs> yes. Um, I love him. I actually highly recommend when Ava, when you're home, you should borrow this and read it because it is uh, a, a mini surrounded on Magneto and Scarlet Witch. Uh, and it is some of the most beautiful art of of Wanda like oh look at her go like it is the art is insanely beautiful and so that's like really why I needed it um it's Leah Williams uh is the the writer on it um and she's one of my favorite comic book writers as well um and the um artists are incredible um and so i was just like i need to buy this and it made me very happy to buy it i also was able to i bought a variant issue of new mutants 30 with sunspot on the cover because i love sunspot um but sometimes sometimes i just like use this podcast to like talk about something nerdy that even if you guys don't know about it i'm like someone listening will know um and i just have to like be excited about it because i was very excited about it but ava you should definitely borrow it because i think you're. i'm literally like what if i read it tomorrow like what if i got back to campus at a reasonable hour and just read it you could it's pretty short you should you might need a, a little context but okay well, I'll have to, so you can yeah. provide that. Um, well, if we're talking briefly about things that we're currently extremely interested in, um, <clears throat> my lovely little brain, ADHD-ridden brain, has chosen to um, hyperfixate on Survivor as of late. Um, I can't stop watching it, and um, I just need everyone to, um, if you feel compelled drop your favorite season in uh, some kind of comment section or whatever, or just go to our Instagram and comment a number and I'll know what you mean. Um, Because I have watched, I think two seasons in the past, like four days. Um, I just started another one. I just started the one that's allegedly the best one. The one that's like brains versus beauty versus brawn. Yeah, it's good. You've seen it? Kageon, right? Yeah. Yes, Kageon. That's my that's my favorite season. It's my best friend from home's favorite season too. Um I yeah, I just started that. Um I have watched David versus Goliath, which is like my favorite so far. I just watched White Collar versus Blue Collar, which was terrible. Um 
And I have also watched, oh God, what was the theme? Edge of Extinction, which I loved. Um, so yeah, I'm starting Kakayan and then I'm probably going to watch um, Game Changer. No, yeah, maybe Game Changer. I don't know. I'm just having a time. So um, please drop Season Rex. That's all I have to say. My other like media recommendation that I have right now is um, when I was home, my brother and I went to see uh, the new Knives Out Last Onion. It's only in theaters this week, and then it gets released on Netflix um, at Christmas. Uh, incredible. Absolutely incredible film. I didn't uh, even know that was happening. Knives Out, the original Knives Out, is one of my favorite movies. And like I have to watch it. My rule for it to be a favorite movie is I have to like watch it again. <laughs> um, you know? But like I feel like this will will make the list as well. It is like becoming my like favorite like film franchise. Um, because it's truly incredible. I also really like Ryan Johnson as a director. Catherine Hahn uh, is in it. Yes, and she's Janelle Monet. It's a great cast. I might have to go. You should. Uh, all right. Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. Uh, this week we'll be discussing the House of Hades chapters 61 to 64 through the theme of perseverance. Um, summarizing this week up to bat is Neve Sherlock. Neve will begin her summary now. Okay. Um, so they're 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 ghosts, they're zombies, and they're walking, and they're on. Um, they're on the heart of Tartarus and it's real scary. It's purple. Um, I don't know why that details I got in my head. And he, they're walking and Percy is like thinking about his future kids and it's really fucking sad. And then they are like, oh my God, there's so many monsters. All of our efforts were futile. Every enemy we faced just ended up back here and it's going to regenerate eventually and it doesn't even matter. Um, and then they devise a plan to fix to fix the doors. They realize the doors look like the doors to Olympus. Creepy. Um, and then, uh, they, they're, they're seen and Tartarus is like, I'm going to kill you myself. <laughs> I, I don't know if I missed anything super important. That felt right. Except for like the Bob stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Some Bob Bob interpersonal conflict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Good, 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 good. Thank you, Brayden. I appreciate Welcome. that. Uh, music. I'm so ready. Go for it then. <laughs> it's not a joke this week. Um, oh, look at her. Shocker. I know. When I, <laughs> jump in like, when I jump in like that, it's usually like for funny. Um, but no. So recently, New Hosier dropped. And by that, I mean, he, I think, was commissioned by a composer to collab on a song for a video game or something. I don't know. Um, but I listened to it and um, the other artist on the song, his name is Bear McCreary and he apparently did the composition for Lord of the Rings. And so I was like, well, I don't know much about Lord of the Rings, but I can imagine that the composition is probably beautiful. So that's another thing on my to-do list just to listen to the Ooh. soundtrack of Lord of the Rings. Well, I, I'm not the biggest fan of Lord of the Rings as like uh, media because it's too long and they're walking the whole time yeah but the music is incredible <laughs> yeah so there is this song oh god i can't stop listening to it like physically every time i get into my car i'm like 
and we're turning this song on. Um, it's called Blood Upon the Snow um, by Hosier and Bear McCreary. And oh, it, for God of War? Sure, yeah. Um, so, well, that's actually funny. Because um, God and stuff. Um, it's a Norse uh, mythology game. <gasps> work. Okay, well, that's cool. Um, maybe I'll, maybe I'll play it someday. I'm not very, I'm not a gamer, but I think it could be fun to, to game, to dabble. Anyway, um, the song is all about nature's inherent violence and boy, oh boy, um, did these chapters, uh, make use of that topic. So it's like, it's phrase that's kind of repeated at the beginning and end of the song is, um, in all things housed in her silence, nature offers a violence. And like, that just gives Gaia. So, yeah. Bye. Yeah. I, I do have a My Chemical Romance song for all of us today. Sorry. No, you're consistent, it's okay. I don't remember if I picked this one in the past. And I might have. And you know what? It doesn't matter. Because if I did pick it, it was probably just because I was listening to it a lot that week. Um, but this actually makes sense. <laughs> so we're going to get it. Also, it's just a really good song. So we should listen to it. Um, it's called Boy Division. It's off there like right before they broke up. So it's like real sad. <laughs> and the beginning of the chorus starts with he's not dead. He only looks that way. And that's why I thought of it initially. But... Also, it's like the whole song is about like um, basically like coming to terms with all all of the wrongdoing you did, even if you thought it was better in the moment, which is like this kind of whole book for Percy, but also like this moment in specific, like he thinks about it a lot. Um, and the opening lines to the song are, if all my enemies threw a party, would you light the candles? Would you drink wine and watch the television? Which just kind of like, he it shows the like arc of seeing like these monsters that he's defeated in like a different light and like you know the guilt that this book grapples with sort of so if i picked it already sorry but it's a great song so you should listen to it um slay <laughs> um i'm trying to make sure i didn't already do this song so give me like 0.2 seconds I feel like I've used a lot. I feel like I've used a couple of... Yes, I did. Okay. I My song was going to be Phantom by Rina Sawayama, but I already <laughs> used that. So, um... I'm going to go with... Um, um, um... I'm just going to keep saying things until I decide. That's okay. I I was gonna say you also went with this hell, which is really funny because that one, yeah, been good too. But <laughs> a lot of Rena's discography does fit these um, these chapters and this book as a whole, honestly, especially from her new album. Uh, uh, la la la. All right. I'm choosing a different Rina Sawayama song, um, not off her, off, off her first album. Um, it's Who's Gonna Save You Now. Um, and it's kind of, a, it's just, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but it's about 
being uh like when everything is hopeless and you feel like you've been abandoned by everything um and you really don't know the the way out um and that is like the asking like is there anyone to to save me um and they are pretty much at the end and there's no way that they can get out of this situation without something bad happening to someone um and so i feel like this song embraces that true part oh my god that it just reminds me of the part where um where bob is like i'll push the button and percy and annabeth are like but (laughs) but i know it's it's so sad like you just know that there is no way that they're gonna get out of the situation all of them like it's literally impossible i know it hurts <laughs> and it's like bob always gets the short end of the stick yeah oh poor bob i know all right what were our favorite parts of these chapters i loved the i don't know maybe it was because i was like in a rush and distracted when i was reading these but like i didn't pick up on the foreshadowing of like they're talking about walking on the body of tartarus and i didn't know that tartarus was just gonna pull up and like wake up and be like hey and like kill everyone i also like i don't hey. know like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the noise i imagine um he made um also i don't know if like this was a favorite moment because i can't decide how i feel about this yet but it stood out to me um the depiction of hyperion was weird <laughs> like weird in a new way where he was like kind of like a new wave asshole um he was kind of yeah he was kind of giving like QAnon maga like behavior like i don't know why that's like the the kind of energy he was giving in a way that like I haven't felt in these books ever before. I know. And so I was really confused. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but it's definitely distinct. <laughs> so good for Rick for like making the choice, you know? <laughs> and you know what it was giving? It was, it was giving like, they like the uh, election stole, like stole was stolen. Like the election was fake. Like that is like the energy that he's given. It was like, well, I, I mean, we're, we've always been the favorites. Like we're just waiting. <laughs> like, we're, we're coming back like we're definitely mm-hmm. no we won no we did win and it was like no literally it's giving not to do this but have you seen the season of survivor that's like white collar versus blue collar no okay well there's this fucker named rodney um and he's actually insufferable and he's like yeah i just think that like women should be more like reserved um and like just says all this shit just so blatantly and then he refers to himself a lot in third person he's like yeah Rodney's gonna win um and it just gives the same energy it's like why is Iberian like an unapologetic asshole like Andrew Tate vibes yeah Andrew Tate vibes yeah for real 
I mean, that brings into my fate, like favorite part of these chapters is like watching Bob stand up for himself. Me too. Yes. Bob being like, like when he was like, and I, like janitors do good work. Like I, I'm at least helping people. I'm at least cleaning stuff up. And yeah. I was like, this is a sleigh. Oh. There was such a good series of lines between him and Annabeth that I cannot remember exactly. And I don't feel like going back to look for them, but it was like talking about like, how do I like Bob being like, how do I accept this past when I don't want it? And I was like, this is one of the smartest things Bob has ever said. And then Annabeth being like, well, you just take the parts that you do want and put them into your future. And he was like, we've never thought of future. Like nothing changes. Everything's always the same. And I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> it's like they they're not meant to change. Yeah. They're what meant to that? be like static and be fought and defeated or not. And that's just always how it's supposed to be. And that like decision to decision to change is so compelling. And he like he breaks it's like breaking the cycle of violence. It's it very much feels like something about like inherited trauma and inherited violence like yeah. that is like what the story of these greek myths is about it's like fathers killing their fathers in that cycle of violence uh, sons killing their fathers is what i meant but like it's it's the cycle where like chronos kills uranos and zeus kills chronos mm-hmm. and i and then i don't know i feel like there's a myth out where someone tries to kill zeus after that um I just can't think of what it is, but like it's these like they're cycles of violence, um, and they're cycles of violence perpetuated throughout Greek mythology, and that is just that is something you see in like inherited trauma and family trauma, um, and that like active decision to like be like I'm going to step out of the circle and I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to make an active decision to help clean up the world um, and not contribute to the violence. Yeah. So sweet. Uh, There was a little section. This is like sort of, it's pretty unrelated. Anyways, there was a little section (laughs) that I think Hyperion says in some way that's like, I found it interesting that a lot of the chapters before like Bob is at the center, like when Percy's just like thinking his thoughts are about like seeing all of these other monsters that he's faced and being like does it even matter like they just regenerate and then they're here and there's always like a level of evil festering under the surface that's gonna come back and like um it like leads him on his whole like sons and daughters facing them spiral but I think that it's interesting that when Hyperion's talking he's like yeah like some snot-nosed kids really got Kronos a while ago to a point where like he it was like he, he's like brought there's bits and pizzas but like nothing that could ever bring him back like like Tartarus doesn't heal everything and I was like what an interesting it was probably just Rick being like I can't possibly leave it open to Kronos like coming back yeah. in sense but like I thought it was an interesting detail to throw in there in this chapter where Percy's like thinking a lot about how all of this is futile it's like no you got one somehow for some reason but like he's like broken beyond repair and will like never regenerate, which is like so weird to think about. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's all this. I, let's take a break and then come back because that leads me into the theme. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're back. Um, that What you're talking about before the break really got me thinking about how... In terms of perseverance, per- Percy talks about like seeing all these monsters and seeing um, all these monsters that he's killed get ready to come back. Um, and that that brings us back to something we've been talking about a lot in this book about the ethics of killing monsters. And because it's... And um, the answer that this book is giving us now is it's not the same because they don't actually die. That doesn't mean they're not being violence being committed against them. But Percy's like, it doesn't matter how many battles I win because one day I'll lose. And they never will. And that's so tragic. And it's like, he perseveres nonetheless. He keeps going. But it's that knowledge that like one day you'll have to stop. Like you won't be able to keep going. And I think that's just something about aging in general. And like monsters are all symbols. Monsters are meant to reflect different things about life. They're not humans. They're metaphors. Why are you talking about <laughs> that's it's just that's what the, the text is telling us. And like because these humans are not not or these monsters are not human, they're metaphors, they don't die. They're things that you face throughout your life again and again. And eventually, like, that is just the reality is that one of them is going to get you. Like, there's so much danger in living. And one day, like, it's going to be too much. And, like, that's like... Ava, we've got to get the fuck back to campus. Brain can't be on his own there much longer. No, but, like, <laughs> that, that's just the reality of, of the... No, the you're right. It all, you know? Well, I, I totally see where you're coming from. And, like that is a very, very legitimate way to look at it. But my like optimist self read that same text. And like, I think I instead focused on the conclusion Percy came to after where he was like, but in a sense, um, my kind is immortal too, um, because they're going to continue being demigods. So it's not like a personal immortality. So it's like, you still have to grapple with like, the personal loss of like coming to terms with all the evils in the world and such. 
Um, but the way that like he copes with it was really interesting to me um, where he was like, well, there will continue to be people like me and there will continue to be like metaphorically, like my descendants, like people who are like me in a different font almost. Um, and like the battle is going to continue. And it's like the symbolic and metaphorical thing of like my people almost like will never like it isn't in the demigod nature to give up. Um, even if like individuals age, like the demigod, like, I don't know, like type as a whole, he doesn't feel is ever going to be extinguished. So it's like, there's this weird kind of hope, but it's separate from the individual, like that you were talking about. Um, yeah, I just kind of focused on like, I was like, damn, like Percy, you have gotten mature. <laughs> when he said that, he was like, well, monsters like individually reincarnate, but in a sense, so do demigods in general. And I was like, oh my God, Percy. I was like, is this what happens when you have to come to terms with your mortality when you're 12? Yeah. And like that, the answer is, yeah, it is. It's like, that is the tragedy of this story is like, this is his reality and he will always have to deal with that. But he finds such good things in it too. Like when he, the moment when he like looked at Annabeth and was like, hmm, kids would be fine. I was like, oh, oh my God, that was incredible. It made me so emotional. <laughs> it's like sitting in my family room and I literally was sitting there like, like in a public area relatively. Um, Sweet. I was just having a conniption. Like it was such a nice moment. No, because my like immediate thought about that too is like, oh, like they're so young to be thinking about kids. And then I'm like, well, actually, they like when your lifespan is projected <laughs> yeah. to only last like a couple but yeah, more when your years. life is constantly under threat, <laughs> right? Like, might as well, right? Yeah, and like that's how he personally has a hand in like the metaphorical reincarnation of his kind, you know? Yeah, it's it's about that like. These monsters are ever present, but they're not generational. Whereas human uh, demigods and humans are generational, and that's that's the difference between them. Mm-hmm. Is that no, they may not. Um, they the individual may not live on like you're saying, but the generations do, and the your great great grandparents are fighting the same battles that you are and yeah. so that's kind of about an interesting like thing about like the per- perseverance of humanity mm-hmm. like the problems of the world don't go away but mm-hmm. we can get better at fighting them yeah oh that was sweet yeah Yeah. And I like part in also with perseverance, I really admire um Bob's perseverance. Yeah, I know me too. Bob is the most selfless character. Ugh. 
like the way that he is really faced with a lot that he has to reckon with in these chapters, but he still doesn't back down. The easier answer for him would always be to be like, yeah, know what? Fine. I will just be a Titan because it's easier. Yeah. It is like that story of embracing the hard path. Like it is harder to be good than it is to be mean like it does it does take that extra effort to go out of your way and help people it's not the easy path it's but he makes the decision that like it's the right path at least the right path for him um i mean objectively probably the right path for everyone but um (laughs) he's making that decision that like no, I I want to be a good person and I can be a good person. Not even I want to be a good person. I am a good person and I'm not going to let them tell me I'm not. Yeah. And it's also crazy what, like, reading the plan again, like, where they're planning this out, it's like, oh, yeah, and then someone has to hold the button for 12 minutes. Otherwise, like, unspeakably bad things happen to the people in the elevator. It's like, oh, girl. <laughs> that sounds impossible. And the fact that Bob is willing to do that to prove that he's not like his brothers anymore and that he doesn't want to go back to that way of life, like almost certain demise in terms of what's going to like happen after this plan starts to go into motion is just so, so heartbreaking. He wanted to see the stars. I'm so sad. (laughs) I still want him to see the stars so bad. I don't know how he would, but I want that for him. Yeah. So sad. It's that and like it's also to make to make a little funny in this sad moment. Um it's so it's hilarious because it's like 12 minutes and I was like my reaction upon reading that was first of all it's so funny that Rick unpacked that like how random it is. Where he was like, well, why are there <laughs> Olympians? Why are there 12 Titans? I don't know. Um I was like, that's a smart literary move. And it was very funny. I was like, I see exactly what you're doing, my friend. Um, But also I was like, any other elevator would be like, like after like two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. Um, Yeah. So I was like, huh, I guess they just have that in hell too. Like, (laughs) you know. All right. Sass moments? Yeah. One moment. Um, I have mine. Go for it. Apparently miffed by all the jostling, small Bob crawled onto Bob's head and began to make a nest in the titan's silver hair. Poor Iapetus, said Koyos. They must have laid you low indeed. Look at you. A broom? A servant's uniform? A cat in your hair? (laughs) Like, why did he interpret that? (laughs) A negative. I think that is the biggest positive. Exactly. I would be like, wow, he's doing well. Keeping cat so close. (laughs) So convenient. Cat right there. Cat is truly little, like, I love small Bob, but what? Why? (laughs) That is perseverance. Small Bob? Small Bob should not have survived, frankly. No, but Rick was like, do you know what would be fun? 
if we throw a cat in here small bob hanging on to so much it's a it's a dichotomy between evil and innocence i guess but i think rick was just like do you know what crazy sidekick can i throw into this one and he decided a little cat um so mine also involves bob it's bob grinned yes that is good news now let's go death is close the doors of death are close and beth corrected let's watch the phrase (laughs) i liked that phrase too um mine was i think it was the same chapter um it's Hyperion. He goes, well, that's good to know. I heard Percy Jackson turned you into a, into a brainwashed scullery maid. What did he rename you? Betty? <laughs> yeah, what the hell was that? Why was Betty the first guess? Because he's a misogynist. It's like just gay, uh, like a, yeah, like a misogynistic, yeah, like gay joke kind of thing. I was like, okay. Yeah. All right. Offering. Bob. Mm. Okay, work. I was gonna say small bob, so that's good. Oh, I'll give mine to small bob. Wait, uh, wait. Do you give to bob or small bob? I gave to small. Okay, then I'll do regular bob. Okay, large bob, <laughs> big bob. <laughs> wait, what's big bob from? Oh, Bob's Burgers and Good Luck Charlie. Uh, bob Bob's Bugs be gone. Bob's Bugs be gone. So true. And who are we voting off? I guess it's, I guess, I guess just Hyperion. He didn't really do anything except just like be annoying, but I'll do it. Why not? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm too interested in how Hyperion is portrayed to vote him off. So I might just vote off Jason. He's not in these chapters. But boy, is he irritating. <laughs> um, I'm going to give mine to Rick because it's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> and that is fair. That is fair. Rick has a lot of votes off in this book, but like not for the usual reasons because it's like really good, but just... <laughs> <laughs> more upset. <laughs> just upsetting yeah i agree i know i feel like most of the rick votes came from like the initial percy annabeth chapters where we were like why are you doing this to them? why are you doing this <laughs> yeah all right that is all for this week folks join us next week where we'll be discussing Chapters 65 through 68 through the theme of Arrival. Make sure to follow us on social media. We are at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account, a Red Bubble store, and a website, www.returntocamp.com. <laughs> what hell was that? I don't know. I was, I was <laughs> felt like saying it before me. I was just trying to throw something fun in, in the end to reward the listeners who listen all the way to the end. The jazz hands weren't fun enough. I guess they won't see those. They can't see the jazz hands. They can see the jazz hands. They also can't see the, um, when I said arrival, there was a domino effect of, you know, like the choo choo Like train going in, pulling into the station. The station. 